to the Parental Advisor Movie Podcast. I am your host, Jeff Hall, and with me, as always, the uh, satellite. <laughs> Still uh, okay. a disclo- an undisclosed disclosed location. Undisclosed disclosed. My good friend. Yes, my good friend. Patrick Terry. Yes. Hello again. Was this quarantine number four? I think we're on three or four. Yep, I think that sounds about right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... All right, man, this is really good. I highly recommend it. Right. Rich just got the big giant. Sorry for it is an audio medium. Um, drinking tonight, uh, the Jose Cuervo strawberry daiquiri, or not daiquiri, strawberry uh, margarita. Yeah, so Ruth good. got it the other night. It's good stuff. Mango's good. Pretty much all of them I've tried. I've tried the strawberry, oh. the lime peach. Yeah. I think they have a blackberry. I haven't, okay. I haven't tried it, but I think I saw that. Okay. I might try that. Yeah, it's really good. And then you've got a suicide of something going on over there. Yeah, it's got a little bit of Jose Cuervo mango margarita. Now, I just remembered that. Okay, that there you go. Look at us. Yeah. We are on it, man. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, when in quarantine, you know, do as others do. That's it. So, all right, man, how you doing? Yeah, doing pretty good. Just yeah. been at a relaxed weekend. Didn't go anywhere. Went as far as the mailbox. That's about it. Um, decided to stay in. I may try to go during the week as far as uh, going to the store and try to go for work. But if not, I'll save it for the weekend. Okay. But cool. Been pretty good. Awesome. Yeah, nothing exciting here. <laughs> I wish. <laughs> Um, I could say something more. I uh, found out, I guess, York's going to start back. Uh, actual school, I mean, it'll be online, but actual school May the 4th, Star Wars Day. All right. Uh, May the 4th be with you. Um, I know 5th and 6th grade start back uh, next Monday, like the 27th. So I don't know. It. What I don't know is for how long. Right. <laughs> it just as it starts then. It doesn't say until... You know, it'll we are going to consider this date the last day of school or whatever. So it'll be yeah. interesting um, for sure. I mean, again, we're still making him still do stuff at home, either through Prodigy Math or um, as one of the games for him to play while he does, you know, solves math problems. And then have him watch something and write an essay. And then try and have him draw something or do a virtual tour. I know he's yeah. doing his mom actually had him do a PowerPoint. They're gonna do like a urban, urban something garden, like season garden or something like that. I don't know. Um, yeah. At their house, and so she had him. She's gonna let him pick what he wants to plant, and then, uh, you know, then they'll go and get it, and then they'll plant it. So he'll have to actually do that, and then um, he has to come up with. He has to do a PowerPoint with the what he's planning on choosing, some facts about it. And then uh, find some recipes with those ingredients, you know, to incorporate those ingredients in that he would actually eat. So I thought that was really cool. And then actually looked at his PowerPoint. It's actually really well done. It's better than uh, some of the ones I've seen at work. (laughs) It's definitely definitely better than some of the ones I've done uh, in the past. So uh, kudos to him and kudos to his mom for coming up with that kind of cool idea. Yeah. Yeah. for uh that's about it he 
I haven't done much. I mean, it's been with his mom's, but uh, yeah. Other than that, you know, just chilling, playing his games with his buddy, and reading. Uh, ordered him two two books because he finished one, and he wanted the next ones in the series. And since Books Million is not open, and we can't drive all the way out to McKay's right now, um, right. So Amazon it is, and it won't be here till next Saturday. But it'll still a week's not bad to be honest, considering what yeah. it could. Um, because obviously, months. yeah, considering their their priorities are shipping other things. Um, well, which is weird. I ordered something that wasn't supposed to get here till next month, and it actually got here yesterday. Oh, so right. I was I was really surprised at that. Okay, yeah. cool. Well, so you know. he'll maybe come a little earlier. You know? Yeah, that'd be nice. I like that. I mean, he's got like six other books that I yeah. counted in his room that he could easily start reading, but. It's one of those, it's kind of like, you know, you have movies you can watch, but you're just not in the mood for, you right. know? Same thing, yeah. I think, it is with him with reading, you know, trying to pick a book. So I completely okay. understand. He's just rereading the one that he finished, uh, which is fine, because I rewatch movies that I've already finished. <laughs> so, right. you know, uh, if it's good, it's good, I guess. Um, and then Grayson, uh, Grayson starts back at her preschool uh, a week from tomorrow. So, I just got one more week before they head back. And, um, yeah, I guess that's about it. And then, uh, she, we missed, she's still doing, uh, Zoom conference classes. So, her class meets and they have, like, little mini homework assignments and then they talk about it the next day. I actually forgot about the one Friday. I straight up, we were watching something and then it was about half, it was almost over and I'm like, Grayson, we totally missed it. I'm so sorry. She's like, hey. she she kind of patted me on the head. It's okay, Daddy. It's fine. I was like, wow. Hey. Yeah, I know, right? Um, I have a doctor's appointment, and it's one of those telehealth appointments yeah. where you through Zoom, so I don't see what that's like. Yeah, yeah. I can't I, I can't wait to find out because yeah. it should be interesting. Yeah. So. See how that goes. Yeah. Show me in your brain where it hurts. <laughs> yeah. All over. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess that's about it. Um, I know on our site, I had uh, on our group page, I had posted several links to a couple of websites that were at least one for sure, at least one article where it was showing that like Disney some, and I guess Fox are going to be discounting their movies, uh, digital movies to buy. Yeah. For like five bucks, certain ones at like a week at a time. So um, if you're like me and that's how you buy movies now, because um, all of our because all of our devices are through Apple of some sort, either Apple TV or you know or an iPad or a phone or a Mac book, right. you know it's just easier just to do them digitally because they'll play on all the devices and can download on all the devices. Um, but they're doing they'll each week they're running a special so it's Tuesday through Tuesday like it is um, most things on iTunes. Um, I'm sure it's probably I'm assuming it is a cross platform. However you purchase your digital content, I'm pretty yeah. sure it's probably across the board. Um, yeah, I've noticed it on Voodoo, the Voodoo app, and um, movies anywhere. So yeah, it, yeah, pretty universal. So, yeah, so they've, they've had some decent deals. The one I'm waiting for, it'll be a week or two, but waiting for Ford versus Ferrari to hit five bucks, and I'm on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. honestly, I would buy it at 10. 
yeah. know, to be honest. I mean, it's, it's such, it was such an entertaining, good movie. And I think if I can get York to sit down and watch it, he would really enjoy it. So, right. So yeah, I'm, I'm kind of waiting on that one. So and there's some other ones that if you don't have Disney plus would be a good purchase. But if you have Disney plus, I don't really see the point. And what you just enjoy having, you know, having it. I don't know. Yeah, if you plan on on canceling Disney Plus, then I guess. (laughs) And yeah, it would be great. Or if you don't have, you know, or if you just don't have it. But uh, I mean, but the Fox ones, there's some decent ones that'll be coming out um, for sure. Yeah. So. All right, man. Um, I guess we had to get into it. So I've got three to talk about. One that is one we haven't talked about. Two that I red boxed and. have uh, finally seen and I can finally put my two cents in on it. Um, so I realized uh, today that I hadn't watched anything new or at least new as in the fact that neither one of us had talked about it. Right. So I went on, so I went on my Netflix queue to see what was there. And I was like, you know what? I said, I want to go pick a kid's movie just so we have something that uh, people, you know, parents can, can uh, have something to talk about with their, you know, or recommendation at least for their kids as they're at home, you know, uh, with all their extra time with their kids, um, something for them to put on. So the movie I picked on Netflix was Shaun the Sheep movie, Colin Farmageddon. It's the latest one in the, in the series of movies. So Shaun the Sheep, for those that don't know anything about it is a British stop motion animation um that started back years ago i mean i remember watching these uh watching the show i don't even remember what channel but i remember watching the show with yorick when he was like a toddler when he was like two so like i don't know like 2012 2013 and we would watch these and they were actually really funny they were super cute there's no dialogue because the like the animals don't talk they make noises but they don't talk so it's yeah. seriously all visual. The very few humans that are in it, you know, the it's almost like Charlie Brown's teacher is just like, rawr, 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 and the, but yet everybody understands what they're saying. Yeah. But I guess you know, uh, it's kind of just gibberish and and stuff. And the show's just super funny in the way it's you know uh, way it's presented because all of it's physical stuff. Right. And. Uh, and how you, how the sheep interpret different scenarios. Um, they've had I want to say this is the third, anim, uh, stop, and it's all stop motion animation, which I've always got an appreciation for because it's so hard to do and it's so time consuming, and there's no way to make it quickly. <laughs> so I always have a, an appreciation for that just because of how tedious it is to make one. Um, so. I missed out on the last one that came out. I own, I think, the first Shaun the Sheep movie because I thought Grayson would like it, and I don't think she's watched it all the way through yet. And Yorkie right. kind of aged out at this point. Um, I still think he would probably enjoy it if he actually sat and watched it. Um, so Farmageddon is basically about uh, an alien with amazing powers crash lands near uh, Mossy Bottom Farm. Sean the Sheep goes on a mission to shepherd the intergalactic visitor home before a sinister organization can capture her. So the the alien kind of looks like a dog, 
there is a dog on the ranch. Um, uh, there is a uh, there is a a dog on the ranch that gets mistaken for the alien. Um, the farmer that owns the ranch uh, sees that you know an alien had crash landed, or the the stories of an alien that had crash landed somewhere. So he's going to try and make some money off of that, off of burial, right. and everybody going crazy over it. So he's having like the dog and the sheep try and basically build this like almost like amusement park attraction, but it's all like so just haphazardly put together. It's kind of you know, and he wants to charge people. I want to say twenty pounds, and you know wants to go through there and see how kind of lame it is. You know, you right. immediately see him type up you know put up a sign that says no refunds, <laughs> which is kind of funny. <laughs> And the shadowy, or uh, Sean runs into this alien and is trying to get the alien back home and all this other stuff. Uh, the alien basically is like a little kid that snuck out, and you know how kids sometimes, if uh, kids sometimes go out to the garage to play, and sometimes they get into the car and time, you know, try and play with the car, like pretend like they're driving, and then accidentally put it into the wrong gear, or put right. it into gear, or put it into like neutral and it slips and hits. Anyways, so it's basically kind of like that, and. Okay. Uh, the kid alien gets out, gets in the spaceship, kind of just like pretending with it, and accidentally shoots shoots the spaceship off. You know, launches it, and it lands on Earth. So of course okay. it's trying to get back, and all this other stuff. So the shadowy organization, the funny one, of the funniest parts to me was when Sean was trying to gain access, and then the code to get in is <laughs> the sound the sound of the buttons when you push. To get into the thing, the tones do are the tones of the X Files theme song. It's really funny. Right. It's like do do do, you know, do 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 do. I was like, I was like, oh my god, that's the best callback. <laughs> I I just I, I absolutely love that part. And it's just a fun, fun, lighthearted kids movie. There's, I mean, it's it's a fairly simple movie. Obviously, there's no, I mean, the dialogue, I mean, there's no dialogue, so it makes it a lot easier, too. I think, I think if anybody's really seen Shaun the Sheep and it actually enjoys it, they will like this movie. It's on Netflix. Okay. There's no reason not to have it on. I think um, whether you're like two, and again, I think even York at nine might even find this funny if he could, you know, if he'd sit long enough. So. Uh, it's a cute and, and it is a cute family movie. Like I'd watch this with the family if they wanted to. Um, so yeah, so that uh, so that's a Sean a Sean the Sheep movie. So try saying that three times real fast after two margaritas. <laughs> uh, Farmageddon on Netflix. Um, definitely uh, check it out. And the stop motion is really is real is done really well. It looks beautiful. I mean, just like the way it's shot doesn't look yeah. shoddy <laughs> it's not shot shoddy it's a uh, it's actually done really well um yeah there's really no reason not to see this um but uh let's see here what do i got next oh uh so my red box movies i rented underwater which you had seen um yeah. uh, with a uh, case two um buzz cut case two um I'll be honest, the first five to ten minutes, I thought, I don't like this. <laughs> I thought, I was like, 
I don't think I like this movie. I don't. Yeah. Of course, I didn't really know much about the movie. Um, I saw the trailer and I was like, meh, I don't know. I think Patrick will probably go see this. No, I don't have to. <laughs> Which turned out to be the case. <laughs> huh? So yeah, you, saw it twice. you saw it twice. Once but, by myself, like, and I took my daughter. Okay. So the first 10 minutes, I didn't. As I, I saw it from a technical aspect. I saw it trying to be. I saw it trying to do. I saw it trying to be really, I don't want to say artsy. Mm. I saw it trying to do a lot technically. And then the voiceover narration, I was like, oh, it's going to be like this. And then all of a sudden, shit hits the fan more or less. And we're off. And we are off for the entire movie. There yeah. is no real let up in it. Which yeah. is which is fine. I mean, that's good. Um. But uh, for those that don't remember it, so the movie is basically about an unknown massive earthquake that happens in a drilling station in the bottom of the Mariana Trench. A scientific crew must find their way across the ocean floor and into another station under the threats of deep pressure, dark water, dangerous deep sea creatures, and a constant lack of oxygen. And that is probably the best way you can describe that movie without giving too much away. Because there is, because I legit sent you a text while, while as it's unfolding, and <laughs> just went, and then I was like, dude, and you're like, yeah, it's like, yeah, I know. I'm like, why didn't you tell me? Like, well, I didn't want to spoil it. I go, dude, you could have told me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I probably would have seen this in theater had I known all this. Yeah, I might even be able to drag Ruth to be honest. Um, so, <laughs> um, bad. That's all right, man. No, I. It's perfectly fine. She probably still wouldn't have gone with me, but um, I told her about it the next day because I watched it um, after she got to bed. Yeah. And so this movie's at an hour and thirty-five minutes. Perfect length for this movie. It and honestly probably could have cut five minutes and been yeah. right at a sharp one hour and thirty. Um, I just start the movie where things hit the fan and just went. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's fine that you. It's fine. It like I don't. I'm not sure what they could have cut out, but yeah. There's there was a part, kind of like um, toward the end. Yeah. Where she's kind of by herself. Right. And they probably could have trimmed some of that if you know what I'm yeah, talking about. Yeah, maybe sped it up a little bit. Yeah. Not, I don't mean like the film speed, but I mean the pacing of it. Yeah. They could have probably sped up though, because um, I was like, all right, you know. So, uh, just kind of rehashing real quick. So, it has Kristen Stewart, Vincent Cassell, who is a great character actor. He usually plays a bad guy, but in this one, he wasn't too bad. I mean, he was, he was the captain. Um, I believe he was the one... I believe he was the bad guy in the second Ocean's movie. Ocean's 12, I think. I feel fairly confident in that one. Um, he was in Black Swan. He was the teacher. Eastern Promises. Um, I guess he's in. Oh, he's in season three of Westworld, um, which I haven't watched yet. Uh, but he's in a bunch of different things. Um, I'm not going to get to it. That's fine. I don't care enough to <laughs> to be right. Um, T.J. Miller, who I love, um, you know, from a comedic standpoint. I don't really think his character was needed, to be honest. 
Mm-hmm. If they could have cut his character out, I think it would have been fine. Um, Jessica Henwick, who, who I was trying to figure out where I knew her from, and um, she is in Arrow and also Game of Thrones. And apparently she's going to be in the, the new Matrix movie. Um, she was in Godzilla vs. King Kong. Uh, Iron Fist, that's what she was in. Okay. She plays Colleen Wing in Iron Fist, not Arrow, but Iron Fist. And then my boy uh, John Galwerker Jr. is in it, so that was the main reason why I wanted to watch it. Yeah. Because um, I really like him a lot and think he's a phenomenal character actor. Um, he was in Ten Cloverfield Lane. Uh, he was the one that wasn't John Goodman. <laughs> uh, he was in Jonah. He had a, like a small bit role in Jonah Hex as uh, Lieutenant Evan. And uh, looks like he's going to be in season three of Westworld also. So that's awesome. And then, of course, I know him mostly from watching uh, The Newsroom on HBO, one of my favorite, all-time favorite TV shows, which we talked about on the TV episode. Yeah. And um, he was also in Peppermint. He played one of the detectives. Belko Experiment. Yeah, he's been in a lot of stuff. Short Term 12. He was really good in this really cute independent film called uh, The Heart Machine, um, where... uh, so he plays a man that begins to suspect that his long-distance girlfriend, who he met on the internet, has been living in the same city as him. And so he seek, seeks out looking for her. So, uh, I watched, that's from 2014. I, actually, I think I rented that on iTunes. Um, but it was really good. I really liked him in that, too. Anyways, um, so, yeah, big fan of him. And then, I'm going to butch Mama Duo Athy. Mama Duo. I don't know. He was in uh, The Circle, and then, what was it? Uncorked, the one you just reviewed last week. Yeah. So he was in that, too. So it's got a great cast. Um, And so this movie, which I was just thinking, well, you know, it's going to be a good Redbox movie. I'm not going to really like this, whatever. Um, Turned out to be a lot better than I expected. I was pleasantly surprised. Now, is it you know, is it a success? No. Is it a great, good Redbox movie? Definitely. It is definitely a good Redbox movie. Right. Um, or streaming, if it comes to streaming. It's definitely good for that, too. Um, but if you were to pay money to go to the theater, I don't, I don't know. Maybe. if this, I mean, if you like these kind of movies, these kind of dark thrills, they're not really horror as much as it is a thriller right. um, suspense. Uh, type of movie it may have horror elements in it, but it's not. I wouldn't classify it as a horror. I would classify it more as a thriller, suspense type. type yeah, type of movie. Um, and I absolutely enjoyed it. I was kind of surprised on how much I actually enjoyed it. I probably would watch this again, to be honest. Um, ending's interesting. It does have a good payoff. I'll, I'll give it that. It does have. It has a payoff worth, you know, that's worth it. So, um, yeah, so Underwater, it was pretty good. I'm not, I really can't. Um, I was looking through the trivia while I was watching it, you know, so I was being a bad moviegoer at the house. <laughs> um, so I had read that the the suits weighed 140 pounds that they were wearing. I remember I made I made the comment to you as I was watching. I'm like, bro, why did these, why is it they're deep? See, diving suits look like BB-8 suits. Like, they all look like BB-8. 
They're like right. white with the orange tints, and they're all like circular shapes. And so then I sent you a screenshot, and I'm like, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so they shot on dark stages with uh, without any lights uh, for the underwater scenes. They used volumetric scanning to put by putting some atmosphere, excuse me, around the actors and letting the flashlights move through the particles, which is kind of cool. They were able to measure the approximate density about which the water should be moving around them. All right. Um, so, the, uh, let's see here, what was it? Yeah, so the air, actors were wearing airtight suits for the underwater scenes, making it difficult to hear the director's commands. Each suit weighed about 140 pounds. I was like, good night. No thanks. Yeah. Um, see, they reused the sets of the Kepler station by reorganizing portions and manipulating pieces in order to recreate the Roebuck station. So pieces of one, it's one way to save money, I guess. Repurposing. Yeah. yeah. So, and then case two shaved her head for this role. Yeah. And didn't need to, but she did. So anyways, uh, so that's underwater. Um, my two cents on that. Um, I would, I would say it's worth a red box rental, especially if you can't go to a theater, or watch a movie, this would be a good one to watch. Um, so, you know, I would, yeah, I don't see any reason not to spend, or, you know, go see it at Redbox. And then finally, I finally sucked it up, man. Finally sucked it up and watched Richard Jewell. And, right. Oh, boy. <laughs> Where do I start with this movie? <laughs> it's not bad. It's not. It's for. I know Patrick knows, and I don't know how many of our listeners know. I have a love-hate relationship with Clint Eastwood-directed movies. Um. He makes some that are really good, and then he makes some that are just stinkers. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just because he's getting older, so he's not as sharp, or his skills aren't just there, or maybe the stories he's choosing aren't the best. Or if he's just really trying to make an Oscar movie every single time, and then it falls flat because he's trying too hard, instead right. of it just instead of just letting the process happen, you sure. know. So, uh, Richard Jewell, for those that don't remember or weren't alive <laughs> um, when this occurred, uh, he was the American security guard, I almost want to put that in quotes, um, that saved thousands of lives from an exploding bomb at the 1996 Olympics in Atlanta, um, but is vilified by journalists and the press who falsely reported that he was a terrorist. I still think the jury's out on that one, but maybe that's just me. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think this is Clint Eastwood definitely had a vision. He was going to go out and make a movie to make him. It's really weird because of the character that is being portrayed. He's not being portrayed as a great person, but yet his story is trying to be portrayed as him as a great person. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. The character is not being, you know, is yeah, not being put in, hey, uh, hey, what you do, you know, you make all the right decisions and you just got hosed on this. It's yeah, like, right. no, man, you are kind of, to put it mildly, you're a fuck up. And this is, <laughs> yeah. And it just so happens this one time, supposedly, you did something good. The only problem is your past is going against you, is working against you. Biting them in the butt. <laughs> yeah. 
So uh, Paul Walter Hauser, who I freaking love, he played Sean in I, Tanya, the co-conspirator mm-hmm. that kept saying he was, you know, CIA and FBI and all this other stuff. And was just the complete idiot that was, uh, uh, what's his name? I'm drawing a blank. Hold on. Uh, Lily's like secondhand person. And so, or his buddy at least. And anyways, <laughs> he, I loved him in that movie cause he plays such an idiot. <laughs> I just absolutely love him. Um, and he was so perfect in it. Kind of the same in this role. I mean, he plays, he's amazing yeah. as this guy that just has such a hard on to be a police officer. Was right. at one point, and then messed it up. <laughs> did something oh. stupid and got fired. So now, so now as a security officer, he's also been, uh, you know, he's also, I think, been arrested actually for impersonating a police officer. Yeah. I think it was because that was one of the things that I was texting you about. It was like, wow, this dude totally reminds me of so and so that we know. Yeah. And you're like, yep. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, he also kind of reminds me of always two other people I know too. But I said, yeah, dude, this guy is. Wow. I, I was irritated with him because and I think the reason why is because he was reminding me so much of these other two guys I know. Right. And I was like, oh my God, I just want to choke him. But. The acting's great in this movie. I, mm-hmm. I'm not going to deny that. The acting's great. The story's kind of him haws a little bit, I think, for me. Um, I don't know what could have been done and better. I don't. I don't know. But I just, I was only okay with it. I was just like, yeah, this is not this is not as bad as the mule. I was so bored with the mule, I couldn't wait for it to be over. This one, um, this one wasn't bad. I just, yeah, it wasn't bad. It was, it was kind of like a lot of buildup, and then the payoff was just kind of like, kind of like yeah. a balloon, kind of like a fizzling balloon, you know. I guess it's you know when you let a balloon, the air out of a balloon. That's kind of what her mind, the ending kind of was for me. I was right. like, oh okay, kind of just fizzled. Oh, I guess we're done. Okay, that's it. <laughs> um, but Sam Rockwell's in it. Uh, he was good. He was fine. Um. I really enjoy. I did enjoy uh, Kathy Bates in it as the mom. Mm-hmm. Um, John Hamm, yeah, he was fine. Probably could have put somebody else in his place, but you know, it's a good name to get in there to get butts and seats. But um, and Olivia Wilde, yeah, I liked her character. It was kind of different for her. I think she kind of chewed up the screen a little bit, but uh, not as much as uh, Paul Walter Hauser did because he, yeah. And I'm actually kind of surprised he didn't get nominated. I mean, I know Kathy Bates did, but I'm yeah. actually kind of surprised he didn't, at least for one of the award shows. Um, but no, nah, he he was good. I mean, it was a tough. Cra- I mean, it was a tough field last year too, though. True. Um, at two hours and eleven minutes, they probably could have trimmed some of that down. Oh yeah. There's always room to get trimmed. Uh, an easy hour forty-five, hour fifty would yeah. have been just. They could have knocked out twenty minutes of that movie easily. Um, but again, it's not the, it's not my least favorite of his movies. I'll put it that way. Um, yeah, it's not my least favorite of, but it's, I mean, it's far from, it's far from his worst and it's far from his best. It's right. kind of just right there in the middle, you know? Um, 
yeah, it's it's fine. Yeah, I don't care. <laughs> it's, it's fine. All right, man. Th- those are my three. All right. Uh, so I too had three movies. <clears throat> um, first one, I'm just gonna give my two cents on Trolls World Tour. Okay. I watched that. I believe it was Monday night after shift. Okay. By yourself or? Yeah, by myself. Okay. Yeah, my daughter was never interested in seeing that, so I said, well, I'll just watch it. Okay. And, um, I mean, I thought it was good. I still like the first one, you know. I feel yeah. like the original was better, but I feel like the animation was good. It was cool. They got most of the original cast from yeah. the first movie. And um, some of the song. I mean, I'll say one thing. There, there was a portion where the character gets taken into, gets taken yeah, kind of lost interest after that, so I don't know what happened. <laughs> so gotcha. at that point, kind of was my attention was divided. So right. but up to that point, I was I was with it, but then at that point, I just kind of went off somewhere else. So I might go back and rewatch, but um, overall, it was okay until that point. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. So, but um, animation was good, voice acting was good. It had George Clinton in there. Um, had Brother Ozzy in there too. Ah, I didn't catch that. <laughs> he was the he's the rock and roll grandpa in the wheelchair. Okay, like I said, I gotta go back and rewatch. <laughs> it's just like uh, uh, you know, Ozzy, Ozzy talk. Yeah, Ozzy talk. But um, but I did enjoy. I, I for what I was able to pay attention to, I did enjoy. Okay, I, I'm just gonna restart it up at that point and then go okay. forward. Uh, but the second movie was uh downhill. Okay. With um. Julia Lewis Dreyfus and Will Ferrell. So when you see Will Ferrell's name, you're thinking, oh, it's going to be funny. You know, the trailers kind of painted that picture a little bit. Yeah. But um, after watching it, it's more drama, maybe with some dark comedy, dark humor, mm-hmm. or a little subtle humor. Okay. Um, so basically what you see in the trailer, this family goes on a ski trip, and at some point they're eating lunch on the deck at one of the uh, restaurants while outside an avalanche ca- happens to be coming toward them. So Julie, um, um, Julia's character, they've got two sons. So she's basically embracing them, holding them close to protect them. Well, Farrell grabs his phone and boom, books it. <laughs> and um, he comes back after it's all over. He's like, all right, you're good. Cool. And he just proceeds to order soup. <laughs> like nothing happened. Right. Um, so it's basically like I'm here protecting our family. You ran away with your phone, so that's their issue there, and it kind of changes their whole din- dynamics after that. And she kind of holds it over his head, even though he tries to do some things to kind of redeem himself. It's like she just can't can't look over that. And um, you know, again, it's kind of like paint by picture movie. You know, you know what's going to happen. They have issues, and something's going to happen where they, you know resolve their issues but I went in this thinking it was going to be a comedy but it ended up being more of a drama so I had to kind of change my way of looking at it and when I was looking at it like a drama I was like okay it's good from that point it's just you see Will Ferrell I don't see I don't see him being serious <laughs> right it's hard to see him being serious but as far as the performances it was pretty good um, like I said once I got into the mode of it being a drama and not mostly comedy I was able to enjoy it now, because before that, I was like, man, I thought this would be a comedy. I, I really didn't like it because <laughs> I thought it was going to yeah. be a comedy. But 
once I switched my mind as far as how I approached it, then it was a better movie from that point on. Okay. But I can see why they may have pulled it early before the theaters closed. Because it's like yeah. it released Valentine's Day and then disappeared. But apparently it made, it made $8.6 before that. So don't know what the original budget. Um, this is the first film released under the new Searchlight Pictures name. Okay. It's the Fox-Disney merger, so... Gotcha. All that in the credit. Okay, that's different. Um, but yeah, it, it as far as watching it, if it comes to streaming, sure. Um, maybe Just a lot. It's a mild. Well, if you know it's if you know it's a drama. Yeah. <laughs> going knowing. Yeah, going thinking it's a drama, not a comedy. Yeah. Okay. Wow, uh, it's a sharp hour and twenty six minutes long too. Right. Wow. That's the thing I like. It was, it was relatively short, so. It wasn't, to- wasn't terrible with time. And even if they could have cut something, I don't know what they would have cut. I think I was just perfect for it. Uh, pacing was pretty decent. Um, but yeah, either a library rental, maybe Redbox, or if you catch it on streaming. Okay. Yeah. And then last movie, movie you, you suggested that I watched last week. Yes, sir. Snowpiercer. Oh, man. That was good. I told you. Yeah. <laughs> I will not lead you astray. <laughs> uh, just a little info. It originally came out uh, July 14th of 2014. Uh, it's 126 minutes. So just a little over two hours. Uh, and it's the director of Parasite, uh, Bong Joon-ho. It's his first English language movie where I think it says 85% English with a little bit of... Um, foreign language toward the end, which yeah. when I was watching, I couldn't put subtitles on, so I don't know what was being said most of the time at that point. Um, the budget was $39 million, and then the box office had actually made $87 million at the time when it was out. It's a Korean movie, so it was released over there. Yeah. And then, of course, you know, stars Chris Evans. Again, getting to see him outside of the Captain America role. Even though I still just like yeah, still Captain America a little bit. Hey, he's uh, serious. He's got a beard on oh, this yeah. one. Very serious. <laughs> it's, not, it's not the Marvel beard. It's like serious. Yeah, it's and um. This is independent I'm, film beard. Is that what to call yeah. it? <laughs> right. Um. Also, you got Jamie Bell, Tilda Swinton. Also from uh, Doctor Strange. Uh, you got Ed Harris, uh, Kang Ho Song, John Hurt, Octavia Spencer. Koa Sung and uh, Ewan Brimmer. So it's a pretty decent cast. Yeah, <laughs> like it's yeah. perfect. But, um, you know, of course, it's a story about a, a chemical title CW7 being released into the Earth's atmosphere to try to stop global warming, but it has the opposite effect and creates a snowball Earth, which takes out the majority of the population, with the exception of the few that's on this train called the Snowpiercer. And it's Pretty much like the world today. You got your different classes. You have your rich, your middle class, and your lower class, which is where Chris Evans and crew are. And they come up with this plan to try to get from their car to the front to get to the owner to, you know, take them out or figure out what's going on. <laughs> you know, I need a better life than this. And, um, but yeah, it was it's pretty much like when I was watching Train Busan. It's like once things get going, it, it gets going. Yep. And, um, yeah, just overall... I could have seen this in the theater. I would have loved seeing it in the theater. <laughs> same, 
Same, because I think I redboxed it. Yeah. And then there's a, something. there's a TV show. It has a TV show coming out next month. Snowpiercer yep. TV show. So yep. we'll try maybe try to watch that, see how they how they do that. But um yeah. I, I did it. I really enjoyed this one. So I'm glad I watched it. Good. Well, I've got I don't know what made me think of it. Um I, th- <laughs> I think downhill's what made me think of it. Um have you ever seen now there's two different movies called Frozen, okay? There is okay. the Disney movie, then there's the horror movie. Well, it's a thriller, but almost horror elements called mm-hmm. Frozen. It's from 2010. Have you seen it? No, I didn't know there was another Frozen. Oh my! <laughs> I, I have I have a uh, suggest I have a recommendation for you for next week then. Okay. You go watch it on Prime with uh with com- ad free commercials or whatever you call it. Mm-hmm. Ad free commercials. That doesn't make any sense. Free with ads. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you. Okay. Margarita is kicking in. <laughs> um, so it's about. So I watched this years ago, and mm-hmm. which is why it, I I don't know why down against because it's sort of related to skiing. Um. So basically, three skiers are stranded on a chairlift, are forced to make life or death choices, which prove more perilous than staying. Uh, staying put and freezing to death. Hmm. So, yeah. That was interesting. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, Frozen, this Frozen from 2017 has uh, Sean Ashmore, who played Iceman mm-hmm. in the X Men movies, the original X Men movies. <laughs> okay. um, which is funny that he's in a movie called Frozen because, you know, he plays Iceman. Um, Emma Bell, who I don't really know, Kevin Zeger. I mean, it's, he's really about the only um, named actor. Yeah, uh, it was. Wait, D. Snyder's in it. Never mind. <laughs> yes, that D. Snyder. Um, and it's directed by hold on Adam Green, who also directed. Um, and this just shows writer. Director, there we go. I don't know what Holliston is. TV show, I guess. It looks like he's directed some indie stuff, um, which, of course, Frozen is an indie movie. But I remember it got, um, I remember it got some good reviews when it came out about as far as like it being a good thriller. Yeah. Because um, they're, I mean, they're trapped high above a chairlift, you know, on a chairlift, so they have to embrace the elements and all that so it's pretty interesting um but yeah oh my god what was the one with the another there's another great one that's just hokey as hell but it's i think it's german the hell is it It has it's ridiculous it's about it starts out and these people are skiing it's gonna hit me later um and i'll text you if i could find if you can even find it now because i watched it around the same time i watched this one (laughs) And, um, oh my God, it's, I want to say it's like frozen undead or some weird thing. Basically these people go skiing and then I don't know if it's like a spell or something or what happens, but like, it's like zombie Nazis come out of the ground and they have to, these skiers have to go and kill (laughs) these zombie Nazis. It's so ridiculous and it's so out there. Yeah. Oh, it's going to bug me. I might have to. 
I'm gonna have to look that one up and find out what it is. Um, oh, it's gonna bug the hell out of me. It is so out there and over the top and just ridiculous, but it's just fun. But it's, I mean, it's not. Oh shit! What the hell is the name? Of? That's gonna bug the hell out of me, now, dude. But you know, I would totally recommend trying to. As soon as I can find it, I will definitely, I will definitely put the trailer up on our page for that one. Um, okay. Um, we'll see what populates here. Not Overlord. Dead Snow. That's what it is. There we go. Dead Snow. Yep, Dead Snow from 2009. I knew it was right around the same time. But I mean, it's a year. Um, so, yeah, Dead Snow is about a, a ski vacation that turns horrific for a group of medical students as they find themselves... Confronted by an unimaginable menace, Nazi zombies. So there you go. Um, it says it's not rated. Go ahead and we'll just say it's rated R, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. Um, it says comedy horror, which is more or less what it is. Tommy Workoa is the director. Yeah, so he's from Norway. So this is, yeah. No, so and there's nobody you're gonna know in this movie. Okay. Norwegian movie. Um, they've all got names with like the little O through the little slash thing through the O and everything. So it's right. not any names you're gonna. It's gonna be those. Um, but no, that's another one. Um, if you can find it, I don't. I, I don't know. But those are my two recommendations when it comes to skiing movies <laughs> that are just kind of over the top and. Um, ones I have seen in the past that just immediately popped in my head. Okay. Heaven forbid some like 80s movie like Ski Academy or Ski School, that's what it was called, would pop into ski my head school. instead. Ski School is basically the police academy of ski movies. That's an older movie, right? Yeah, it's 80s. Yeah. Sounds like I might have seen that. Oh, <laughs> or had, to, had, had to have if you were, you know. Yeah. You know, but, if you were at the video store, couldn't find anything to find, or couldn't find anything. Yeah. yeah. Ski School is 1990. Okay. Okay. I know I was going to watch uh, Call of the Wild with Harrison Ford. Yeah. I had four movies I was going to try to watch, but I may, maybe this week I'll try to watch it. And, um, oh yeah, last night was wa trying to watch the Teddy Riley and Babyface battle on oh, okay. Instagram. So, this was the epitome of less is more. Okay. Actually, you can keep talking. I'm just going to mute my mic. Alright. So, as far as battles go, this one was, again, less is more. You have Babyface sitting in his small house studio, and maybe like a computer, his cell phone, and... um you know, very limited equipment. And then on the other side, you have Teddy Riley, who has a turntable, a DJ, drum set, drummer, hype man. And what found out later, has a whole camera crew around him. Definitely not practicing social distancing. And then when they get actually to the battle, Teddy Riley plays his music, and there's a lot of echo, a lot of feedback every time he plays a song. And then when Babyface plays his song, everything sounds crystal clear. Well... I guess as crystal clear as it is coming from his speakers to your phone or device you're using. And bottom line, the whole battle pretty much got canceled because Teddy Riley tried to do too much. 
way too much. And um, hopefully the next time, which will be tomorrow night at 8 uh, Eastern, 7 o'clock our time here in Tennessee or Nashville. And uh, hopefully they'll he'll learn his lesson and keep it pretty simple and just have it be him. And that, that's it. <laughs> but um, could have been much better had he just kept it simple and not try to do yeah. too much. It's like, it's like he was trying to put on a performance. Like he's about to perform on stage. I'm like, why you got a hype man? Why you got a DJ? You don't need all that. Right, no. <laughs> and so many people with him. Babyface by himself, small studio, just sitting back, playing, you know, everything yeah. worked out. So we'll see um, how it goes tomorrow. Okay. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Which one do you think has been the best one you've watched so far? Um, I've only seen one of them. So the last one was Lil John and T-Pain. Right. But um, this one would have been great if Teddy Riley hadn't done, been overboard with what he was yes. trying to do. Because, I mean, they both got some strong songs. I mean, as far as this battle, as far as last night, Babyface won that night. <laughs> right. One, you could hear his songs. Two, we kept it simple. And then Teddy Riley was just trying to make a show of it. Right. <laughs> so there's like a video on Instagram where somebody was recording in the location. And in front of Teddy Riley, there's like a whole production crew with cameras. I'm like, why do you have all that? <laughs> yeah. That's why That's this doesn't work. Because you're having yeah. to go on Flash instead of talent. So. Yeah, I mean, and he's yeah. he's talented. It's just I don't know. He just he just tried to do too much for this. I think if he learns and just scales it back, they will have a decent battle tomorrow night. Okay. So. All right. So um, trailers. We actually do have trailers. Actually, there's four. I didn't write the fourth one down. Okay. Um. Oh, hold on. Shush. <laughs> so. What was playing in the background accidentally was the trailer for Valley Girl, the remake. They are, in fact, remaking the 80s classic with um, that starred uh, Nick Cage. <laughs> this time with Peyton List, Mae Whitman, Chloe Bennett from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Alicia Silverstone, Judy Greer, um, some other people I don't... Rob Hubel... Um, yeah, and some other people. Um, so yeah, it's so this version of Valley Girl is uh basically set. It's set in the '80s, uh, set to a new wave '80s soundtrack. A pair of young lovers from different backgrounds defy their parents and friends and to stay together. A musical adaptation of the 1983 film. So I'm not. It says it's available on digital May 8th. So I guess it's just going to be to rent. Um, it's what it's sounding like. Yeah. So I don't know if it's going to be like one of those. I don't know if it's going to try and be like one of those twenty dollar rentals. Um, good luck with that. Um, not sure. Um, let's see. What do we see? Artemis Fowl is getting released. Uh. On to, uh, is it Disney Plus? I think. I think so. Yeah. Uh, trying to. May 29th? Might be sooner. I feel like it's sooner. I don't know. It's been pushed back <laughs> so many times. Right. Um, 
So I guess we'll just kind of keep an eye on that one. Yeah. Because so, I, I saw June 12th and I saw May 29th, so I don't know which one's which. Yeah. Um, oh, make that five. Huh. Hopefully uh, they have new mutants. Just, just drop it. I know, right? Dude, yeah. just... They need to drop that. that. You know what? That's one we ought to try and do a watch party for. If they ever when? drop it on streaming, find yeah. a way to do a watch party. We should do a watch party for that one. And just see what people think. Yeah. Have fun with it together. With all the uh, delays and everything, it's like, oh, this is what you come up with? Yeah. <laughs> two years of delays? Woof. Yeah. Come on now. Um, so the next one I came across is Capone. This is Tom Hardy's new movie. Uh, 47-year-old Al Capone, after 10 years in prison, starts suffering from dementia and comes to be haunted by his violent past. So this is kind of towards the end of his life. Mm. And, uh, yeah, so it's kind of recaps. So it's Tom Hardy, Linda Cardellini, Matt Dillon, Kyle McLaughlin, Noel Fisher, Jack Loudon. Um, trying to think who else. Uh, I guess that's probably about it. Uh, it's directed by John, Josh Trank. Um, who was the writer of Chronicle and, unfortunately, the most recent Fantastic Four. (laughs) Um, Might want to leave that off his resume. I don't think he can because it's on IMDb. He also directed it, also directed Chronicle. So we'll see (laughs) how that turns out. Um, As long as there's no studio involvement, it should be okay. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, Let's see here. Hold on. Oh, uh, Dangerous Lies um, is a movie that is coming out to, I believe, Netflix. Yep, April 30th, starring, uh, see, what's her name? Camila Mendez. She is from Riverdale. I know that much. My wife will be excited that I knew that much. <laughs> um, I don't watch Riverdale unless she has it on. Uh, also has Elliot Gould and Cam... Uh, Gigadant, Gigandet, Gigandet. There we go. That sounds right. Jamie Chung. So basically, it's about when a wealthy elderly man dies and and uh, unexpectedly leaves his estate to his new caregiver. She's drawn into a web of deception and murder. If she goes to survive, she'll have to question everyone's motives, even the people she loves. So that's uh, directed by. Michael Scott. I don't think it's the Michael Scott. (laughs) From the person that brought you that brought you threat threat level midnight comes. (laughs) Uh, This Michael Scott doesn't have any credits that anybody would know. Um, But yeah, uh, yeah. So no threat level midnight, Michael Scott. So that's that for that one. And then I think there's one or two more. Um, How to Build a Girl stars um, Beanie Felstein, uh, Jonah Hill's sister, and uh, Emma Thompson, Lucy Punch, uh, Jamila Jamil, Chris O'Dowd, one of my other favorite character actors, Petty Considine, Alfie Allen, who I've actually met. Um, at a comic book convention one time. 
And then a super nice kid. Let's see here. So basically, she plays. Uh, so it's about uh, this person. It's based on a real person's biopic of sorts. Um, excuse me. So it charts the journey of teenager Joanna uh, Morgan, uh, played by Beanie Feldstein, who reinvents herself as Dolly Wilde, fast-talking lady sex adventurer, um, moves to London, and gets a job as a music critic in the hope of saving her poverty-stricken family in Wolverhampton. All this is supposed to take place in England. Mm. So um, It looks like it could be cute. Um We'll see, I guess. Um, it yeah. says coming out May 8th. I don't know how, though. It doesn't say if it's streaming or if it's going to be like one of those $20 originals. And then lastly is The Trip to Greece. If you watched any of the Trip movies with um, Stephen Cooper and Rob Bryden, there was The Trip, and then I think The Trip to Italy was the second one. Well, this is the third one. And basically, actors Rob Bryden and Steve Coogan travel from Troy to Ithaca, following in the footsteps of uh, the of the Odysseus. Basically, it's just them going around and eating food and telling stories. It's a comedy, comedy drama. I mean, it's not a documentary, but it's it's a narrative done like a documentary. Does that make sense? So it's not a mockumentary. I mean, it's a it's a narrative film told in that sort of way. But it's about these just these two guys going on this trip and just sharing stories and different things. Um, I'm sure the pro- I'm sure there's a Michael Caine impression somewhere in there because <laughs> the last two movies they've had Michael Caine impression uh, competitions. Like they've yeah. gone back and forth to see who does a better Michael Caine. So um, yeah, um, I will probably watch it because I've seen the other two. So okay. we'll see. Uh, that'll be out May 22nd somewhere. And I think that is it, man. Yep. Yep, How to Build a Girl, May 8th. Dangerous Lies, uh, April 30th. Trip to Greece, May 22nd. And then Valley Girl and Capone. So, yeah. Right. I think that's it. Cool. All yeah. Right. That's another. That's another. That's another episode. Another quarantined episode. Quarantine edition. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, man. You got anything you want to add? Um. No. Again, like I said, tomorrow I got my first uh, doctor appointment via Zoom. Okay. So we'll see how that goes. I think I can get that scope up there without. <laughs> they didn't send me a kit like where I do things on my own. I don't right, know. Right, right. <laughs> I'm the uh, doctor now. <laughs> yeah, I think the actual appointment to go to the doctor, they wouldn't have an appointment uh, availability to, like June. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so I'll try this out. Okay. Yeah, man. I mean, that's kind of the way they're going. I know. Um, I know in a lot of ways that's what they're doing. Um, yeah. Yeah, and Ruth's doing. Working from home this week, so this is, she worked. She was at clinic last week. She's back at home this week. Yeah. So she'll be stuck here with Grayson, or Grayson will be stuck here with her. I guess more like it. <laughs> so she can get to go back and play with her friends in a week. So. Yeah. Well, I, guess, I guess as far as work goes, at some point they're gonna start letting these visitors back in. 
just I just got this feeling maybe the next couple of weeks they might start trickling in. See, I don't. I think it's the other way around. Maybe a little longer. Yeah, I think it's been longer. Um, At least I think months. Well, I think because Tennessee hasn't hit its peak yet, so I don't see them. I think they're expecting the worst in the next couple of weeks as far as. So I think it'll be. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't see it. Yeah. Apparently there was a rally today at the Capitol downtown. I saw yeah. some videos from it. Sure. I'm like, oh, we're not social distancing at all. No, let them. Let them. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> they just can't come in and get sink treatment after they catch it. Right. <laughs> that's like that's my own. Like, kind of like, you know, that's kind of one thing. Like, I know me and Ruth and some other people we've talked to like, bro, you want to go out? You want to go to these places because you feel like you're not you feel like your rights are being violated because of whatever, because you're being asked to stay at home when you don't have to be at home. like, if you don't have to be out to get right. groceries or food or whatever, or go to work and wear gear that you, you know, protective gear and yeah. stay home. But you feel like your rights are violated. So you're going to go out and protest or you can go assemble somewhere. It's Fine. Crazy. But then when you cool, but if you catch it, you have to stay home. You can't take up hospital beds that are being, that could be used for people that have been trying to practice social distancing and practice the right kind of, uh, you know, the things that are being asked by the scientists and experts. Right. So that's our only thing. Like, you want to, shit, I don't care, but don't be coming in saying that you think you got it. And, well, how do you think you got it? Well, I was out protesting <laughs> or I was out gathering here. Had a party the last three nights. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, I had a bunch of people over at the house. Yeah, like, no, sorry. Just well, if you home. didn't mind staying at home then, you could you won't stay in mind staying at home the next two weeks then. Right. So, no, I feel you. But that's I mean that's just kind of where we're at, at least on our end. Yeah. Doing the best we can. Um, I think that's so kind of how I am. Out of the house all week for work, so when the weekend comes, just like I'm in. Yeah. I I mean TMI, but I haven't showered yet. I also haven't really had a chance to shower because I've been either playing with kids or, you know, doing stuff around the house. So. Yeah. I have, I mean, I have clothes up ready for me to change into after I take a shower. I just never got around to it. Yeah. So it is what it is. Do it tomorrow, yeah. you know, or after I get done here, which I, whichever. We'll get to work. Yeah, it'll get, it'll happen. Before you go out into the public, that's all that matters. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it'll keep people further away. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it's this is still good, and you know. I mean, we're still able to do our thing, and yeah, even though it's more fun to have you. I mean, I'm sitting in your chair right now, man. Ah, yeah. keep it warm. <laughs> you might be, yeah, you might shoot, you might be sitting on the other side when you come back. <laughs> we're like, sorry, we got new seating assignments. Yeah. Uh, but no, this is still good. I'm glad we're still able to do this. So we're still able to laugh about things, um, no yeah. matter how ridiculous and everything else may be. We still have our drinks. And we True. still have our health, and we still have, um, we still have things to help get us, our help get us, get our minds off of uh, the things that are going around. So, True. Um, to you, my friend, I hope you have a good rest of your week, and uh, hope your appointment goes well. Um, I'm trying to keep it as short as possible. Yeah, you just uh, just remember to put gloves on whenever they ask you to do something. Right. <laughs> Just put your back toward the camera and bend. Yep. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, I hope you have a good night and a good week, and I will right, talk man. to you soon. You too. All right.